When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm your co-host, Cy, and I'm joined by ex-championship striker, Cardiff City legend, Mr. Andy Campbell, to talk the weekends going on in the Skybet Championship. And it could be a very grumpy or expletive-filled show. We don't know yet, but uh, results-wise, it did not go our way. But uh, there was plenty of good football to talk about. Uh, welcome, Andy, back. It's great to have Hello, you back. Hello, Cy. Thanks for the results, it was a uh, it was a rough weekend for me and you, I think. Yeah, extremely, mate. I, well, ruined two days, didn't it? Ruined the whole weekend. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday, so it wasn't just one day. It was really ruined them both. Oh yeah, and like the other thing, and as well is like uh, when I was little, I used to watch Man United with my uh, with my old man, um, and obviously because like he died when I was about sixteen, so I've always mm. kind of kept a half an eye on them. So then I had them on sort of Monday. Not that I. Doesn't ruin my weekend if they don't play well, but like yeah. it was just like the third third day in a row of it. Oh, it could have, it could, it could have been, yeah. Well, well, it could, should have been a lot better for them. Yeah, it should have been. wolves, wolves, are mate. So they love watching wolves. Good side, yeah. One of my favorite side. teams to watch. Good side. But them and Charlton are my teams to watch at the moment. I love them both. Yeah, they're both doing well. Oh yeah. So. Uh, We'll get into the uh, the results and the, the news, but we'll just do the little plugs before get yeah, everyone get everyone doing the stuff, get them watching, get them listening. Uh, so all the shows that we do are available at video format, youtube.com slash acepodcastnation, audio at all the usual podcasting sites, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio app, and a few others. Um, you can also go to pod.co slash ace dash Cast Destination. Today's show is brought to you by Away Day Apparel. Away Day Apparel is a group of casually obsessed football fans looking to bring something different to the wardrobes of like-minded people, with football, music and weekend carnage high on the agenda. They aim to bring you exclusive products. They are edgy, controversial, but most importantly, current. From t-shirts, polos, shirts, uh, shorts to hoodies, jackets and accessories, Stick with them, and they aim to bring you the terrace wear that will turn heads and provide cutting-edge look that we all crave. Keep an eye on them, and they will keep an eye on you. So that that's uh, away day apparels, and uh, as we discussed last week, can't speak highly enough of the uh, the guy who runs it, and uh, they've brought on uh, a top designer who's worked with uh, Massimo Osti, and. Uh, 
a lot of other labels, which I can't remember off the top of my head now, and I did make a note of him, but he's a, uh, his name's A.D. Wollaston, and he's a very, very talented designer, so they're definitely one to keep an eye on. Um, here at the channels, we've got series shows on all sorts of subjects. We've got mental health, football, serial killers, films, TV, conspiracy theories, wrestling, music and pretty much anything else you could think of. Uh, we've also brought a new series recently, which was called Unscripted and Uncensored, where we had uh, guests so far have been Rodri Giggs, British MMA legend Lee Remedi Remedios, and uh, we also had the boss man from Away Day Apparel, Mr. Alan Jones, which was released this past Monday. We discussed clothes, football, music, terrace culture, boxing, and uh, the infamous Stone Roses gig at Newport in the late 90s. It was a really fun show, really good show. I've had good feedback for it as well. And uh, yeah, so that's good. Uh, you can, the difference with that show basically is instead of me having a load of questions and interviewing people, the, the viewers and the listeners send in any subject, any question they want, and me and the guest have to discuss it. Uh, so it can be quite entertaining. When I did the show with Lee, uh, Remedios, we didn't talk about MMA for very long. It went off onto all sorts of tangents, but it's good fun, good laugh, and uh, seeing people seem to like it, which is the main thing. So, with all the usual plugs, oh, yeah, one other thing I was going to say to everyone watching and listening is please send us comments, messages, questions, interact. It's all like that's the most important thing for us, and it's the best way for us to grow is to get more listeners, subscribers, share the videos, audio files, everything you can think of. Tell us what we could do better. Tell us what we're doing well. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't. And uh, with that, all the, the housekeeping out the way, let's get ready for a uh, talk some football, another weekend of action, bad tackles, bad language, and all in between. And I think that was just me over the weekend. So, I think we'll start with Cardiff, mate. Get my rant out of the way. Oh, um, where, where, where do we where do we start? Because I was I, I was so I was so looking forward to uh, to the game because all I'd, all I'd probably gone on about I'd probably annoyed a lot of uh, Reading fans with um, uh, with how poor they were, uh, how much they were going to struggle. But with with what I saw and the goals I saw and the chances created. That Reading looked a, a, a decent outfit going forward, and uh, Cardiff looked at an absolute disaster of, of, of what we've been speaking about. Uh, we, we speak about these Neil Warnock kind of teams and Neil's what these Neil Warnock kind of performances. This currently on current form is not a Neil Warnock kind of team. Uh, the, the shipping goals left, right, and centre. It's the way that the, the, the shipping goals. You know what I mean? A couple of the goals were outstanding. You know what I mean? There were some individual goals, some team goals. I thought, were, you know, and that's not taken away from uh, from what Reading did, but they just carved carved City open every time they got the ball. And you know what I mean? Three 0 was probably uh, probably harsh on Reading with some of the chances that they missed as well. So you know what I mean? It was just a bad day at the office and. It is early doors, and you know what I mean. That, that everyone hasn't hasn't got um, got the house in order just as yet. But sooner or later, things have got to give because you know I mean that was that was disastrous. And for all the Cardiff fans who travelled down to Reading, will have gone there with high expectations. And you know I mean their, their their weekend before going back to work on Monday will have been absolutely disastrous because it was a horror show. And some of the things I've I've read on social media, especially on Twitter, uh, from Sunday and today, that, that that the supporters are still. 
uh, still going on about it and still still a very hurt and, and rightly so. But I look at the other way and I look at how good Reading played on the day and you know what I mean can't take can't take that away from him. You know what I mean? Puskas who scored probably one of the goals of um, the season so far. It's only four games in, but it was an outstanding goal and you know what I mean. How he didn't score his hat trick on um, yeah, uh, he, he probably missed, he, he, missed, yeah, he, he missed the easiest one. You know what I mean? Which you know what I mean. I, if an individual I'd, I'd love to see his hat trick, I'm glad he didn't because the scoreline would have been a hell of a lot worse. But you know what I mean? It was just a, an awful day at the office for City, and uh, and they need to get over it very quickly because the games are coming thick and fast. Yeah, I got to say. Um, so one thing I was going to say before I go into my view of it, uh, I noticed on your Facebook page there was some people were in, like talking about it, uh, and the one guy said he thought that the Cardiff team looked like Warnock had lost the dressing room. Now, I had never considered that. I had never thought of it. I just thought it didn't even come into my mind. But they went so off the rails after 20 minutes that I can see why people would say that. I don't think that's the case. I I just think it was a bad day at the office. Um, but i got to say, first 15 minutes, I haven't seen a Cardiff side under Warnock pass the ball around so much in midfield yeah. without doing a lot. It was like in their own half, along the halfway line, really tidy and yeah. technically great. Mm. But they had no no creativity, no cutting edge, no crosses in the box. So you've signed this big Gratzel striker, barely touched the ball. And when mm. he does, he's isolated on his own. Um, it was really disappointing. And then as soon as uh, Pack went off injured, it was it. It was like was it, yeah. no one, no one knew what they were doing. It was like he was holding them together. But I look, um, I look, I look was... at his, I look at his team, team selection side, and and by Tillim, on paper, I thought it was an excellent team. I thought he selected the right team. I thought, like you just said, there's three centre midfielders there, of Pack, uh, Walks and Rolls. I thought, you know what I mean? You've got three neat and tidy footballers. All three of them want to get on the ball. They've got a good mix. They like to get stuck in. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll, they'll enjoy the battle. They enjoy getting on the ball. They want to get forward. They want to break the neck to get in the box. It, there's just something not right, you know what I mean? I, I, the, the season we got promoted, even the Premier League, that uh, we played for second balls, we put the ball forward in good areas, we all got we got up as a team. Um, it's it's just not working at the minute for for whatever reason. I'm not sure, you know. I mean, when it when it clicks, and hopefully hopefully it does, and hopefully soon that. Uh, but you can't you can't get away from the result, and the result was a was an absolute travesty. And you know what I mean? You can't uh, you can't legislate for that, and you can't. Uh, you can't cover up the, cover up the, the cracks. You know what I mean? It's a three 0 defeat, yeah. um, and you know what I mean. I, I, Nathan, are they missing the goalkeeper that much? Is it, does he make that much of a difference? Possibly, maybe maybe he does. You know what I mean? But if we are if we are just going to change the goalkeeper and things are going to miraculously turn around, then um, that doesn't say a lot at the minute for the goalkeeper who's in. And you know what I mean? I'd like to think that we, we we're better than just a, a goalkeeper. You know what I mean? So for me, I think. Uh, Everyone needs to do the jobs. Everyone needs to understand what's expected from them, and 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 go from there. Because hard work's the key. You know what I mean. You can't just go into this league expecting to come out of it smelling the roses. You know what I mean. There's too many big sides and and ex Premier League clubs who, who want to get back to that holy grail. And Cardiff have no divine right of doing it. And certainly on Sunday's performance, they will not get back to the Premier League with performances like that. No, and I thought they um, they gave the ball away in horrendous positions. Like, overplaying, like you said, that they're overplaying yeah, in the, the wrong areas. When they're outnumbered, they were like yeah. outnumbered at three or four against two at the back, and then they're trying to sort of bring it down yeah. and do these little turns. Like, what did you expect? Um, 
the one per, the one thing I would say about the selection, I agree with you. That was the midfield that I would have picked. Yeah, I would have. Um, the only difference is I'd have Lee Tomlin on that bench. He's yeah. super fit. He's fit. He's in the best shape of his life. He's really, you know, got his head together and he's sorted himself out. He's training hard from by all accounts. You know, everything we hear. Yeah. He can do it in the championship. He's very, yeah, very totally. creative. He can give you yeah. something out of nothing. And yeah. I just thought if you'd had him on the bench, you could have brought him on and after an hour when it was still two nil. And if yeah. Cardiff score at two nil, it could be a different game. Well, they could have, they could have, they could have scored. Joe, Joe had a had a good shot keeper saved it. Gratzel had a good shot keeper tipped it over the bar. There was enough chances there to, to get back into the game at two nil. All right, we 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 had to push men forward. Um, Reading broke away. Should have made it three. Probably should have made it even more than what they did. Um, they got the third goal. They missed a the penalty. You know what I mean? It could, this is just the championship. You know what I mean? We, yeah. Cardiff could have got back into it. Reading could have gone and scored five and six easily. So he's. You know what I mean? It's just getting that fine balance. But you know, in the first game, the first goal in the game is off. Certainly, the first goal, and the second goal, they're absolutely massive at this level because, you know, what I mean, if Cardiff City are one or two ahead, you know, what I mean, that the people leave big gaps against them and they've got good enough players to hurt you. And so have teams like Reading now because they, they showed it on Saturday because Cardiff's team on paper was far stronger than than Reading's, but paper doesn't win a football match and and Reading fully deserve to win that game, hands down. And and, uh, and hopefully in the return fixture uh, later on in the season, the Cardiff can get their own back. Because uh, if I was a player and and um, and we played against them in the reserve, reverse fixture, I'd, uh, I'd want to get my own back for sure. Yeah, they wasn't good enough. Um, from a Reading point of view, I thought the one thing that they improved up upon from their previous couple of games is their defence. I thought, because going forward, this Pushkas and um, the other boys, they've looked dangerous going forward in yeah. the previous couple of games, but they've looked shaky, to say the least, yeah. at the back. But yeah, on Sunday, on Sunday they looked almost impenetrable. They had five at the back, they just sat with that five, and Cardiff, because they were 1-0 down, then they just had no, ch- they just couldn't break them down, which is yeah. where you need that perhaps bit of something creative, something different. But I think though, I think uh, though, when you tune up at half time, mate, you know what I mean. You've got the full second half, knowing you, you're going to find gaps because the yeah. team, their, their team talk at half time will have been Cardiff have got to come out those stay strong first 15, 20 minutes, then we'll get more chances. You know what I mean. The first 15, 20 minutes, you win the game, and and that's what they did. The second half, they killed the game off a little bit. The the the, the weather did a little bit of a storm, and then the, they should have got more than what they what they ended up with. But I'm should, glad they did. Yeah, she, could have been four or five. Uh, Pushkas, yeah. excellent. I thought yeah, he was superb. Yeah, his first goal in, in particular, excellent goal, individual goal, cut, in, cut inside of, uh, of Joe Bennett and, and got the better of him and, and, and put away a tidy finish. The second goal, cut across, uh, I think it was Morrison, you know what I mean? And brilliant finish at the front post. You know, it's a proper centre forward's goal and, and just showed his, it showed his class. And, um, you know what I mean? It just shows that each championship club's got a, a talented player, at least one, you know what I mean? They, they, and, and he was their standout player on the day, and, uh, and if he can continue it, you know what I mean. And he, he'll upset a lot of championship sides because there's, there's no stronger defence on the day than than Cardiff City. He just didn't turn up on uh, on Sunday, unfortunately. Yeah, I thought I got to say um, you're right. It was individually they were both very good goals. I thought the first goal, uh, I thought Joe Bennett could have done a little bit better. I thought he got turned around and then he. Kind of well, I, th- I think Joe showed him on the wrong side. I think he showed yeah. him on his left instead of showing him down the line and showed him away from danger. And you know what I mean? It, it, 
it's trying yeah, to you know you, 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 you try you, 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 he didn't he didn't intentionally give a goal away no, of course, so. he, he let him cut inside and he, he let him shoot because he, he thought it was a, an ideal opportunity for the for the goalkeeper to save but you give someone an opportunity to shoot they've got a, a good opportunity to put the ball in the back of the net and Puskas delivered that with a with an oh, excellent yeah. strike you know what I mean and then got a, a deserved second later on so he had a very hey, good yeah. afternoon you say about the keeper Smithies um not last season, but the season before for QPR was excellent. So I think it might have just been nerves. You know, he hasn't played very much. Yeah, the I, think, last I, year I so. think he looked. I think he lacked a bit of confidence as well. He dropped. He dropped uh, a, a chance. Uh, I think he was in between one and two nil, and and uh, was quite lucky if you see the replay. Might might have given a penalty yeah. away because he went through the man and then got the ball. But you know, what I mean, he's a good enough goalkeeper, and uh, and I'm sure uh, that, um, that was a striker saying that. Wasn't it? The key, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I've never seen a Neil Warnock t- side look so tactically naive and uh, in just disarray in that yeah. second half at points. Bakuna, I don't know what he was doing at some point. He had a, he had a, he had a really me, bad afternoon. Really bad afternoon. Yeah, really bad afternoon. And you know, they, they, these players are good players, but they, you know what I mean. They just didn't. They didn't gel individually or collectively. On Sunday, on Sunday lunchtime, and it was just a, such a shame to uh, to see it unfold in front of your eyes because the football clubs, you know what I mean. It's, you're proud to play for it. Yeah. You're proud, was proud to support it, and you know what I mean. On on uh, a lunchtime, it was a it was a horror show from first to last because it just didn't start very well and, and got worse. Well, like you say, when Pack went off, the whole thing just felt a bit. I mean, yeah, I can feel the Leeds and the Swansea fans saying, "Move on." Yeah, Move so can on. I. Well, so can I. We'll, we'll just brush over though. Yeah, just talk about it for like forty-five minutes, yeah. and then spend two minutes on the rest. No, yeah. so uh, next up we got Barnsley and uh, Charlton, which was Barnsley two, Charlton two. Charlton, my favourite team to watch, as I man- uh, mentioned uh, at the moment, because as a Cardiff fan, I can't enjoy watching Leeds or Swansea. Yeah, um, oh, what's it? What but, a game, though! What a game! What a, what a football game! Unbelievable! You know? wasn't it? It, it, Barnsley it, were excellent. It, 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 had, uh, it had wonder goals. It had uh, it had excellent goalkeeping. Uh, Woodrow's goal, uh, the first goal uh, for Barnsley, I thought was out- absolutely outstanding. You know what I mean? It's one of the goals of the season again. You know what I mean? We were inundated with with excellent goals over the over the course of uh, of the weekend. But you know what I mean? Every time Barnsley or Charlton both went forward, they looked like they were going to score. They were just creating chances. That the, the defences looked all over the place. I bet both goalkeepers were was pulling their head out by, by the end of the afternoon because they were both busy. You know what I mean? The amount of shots and and goalkeeping saves that that, that, that that they both had to do was was outstanding. But then both of those sides have nothing to lose. They're both coming to the Championship. They're both coming full of confidence. They're both won uh, early doors in, in the league. And, you know, I mean, Lee Boy has done done an outstanding job. You know what I mean? Considering that um, they came up in the playoffs and, and they haven't really brought any, any players in. You know what I mean? He's still working with a lot of the... Uh, last year's players or spent very little money and just brought three transfers in. He's he's doing a great job and to go to Barnsley and get a draw, winning games at home. You know what I mean? The, the minute he's got a, he's got his, the perfect formula and and you know I mean they're stuck in uh, they're stuck in the top three in the in the in the championship for a reason. I know it's only, it's only early doors, but you know what I mean? They'll they'll, they'll play again through through the week and and uh, I wouldn't like to go to the valley. I certainly wouldn't like like to go to the valley and play no. and, and and try and get a result because um, they've got pace, they've got power. They're creating chances. They're full of energy. They're full of confidence. And um, and uh, at the minute, they can beat anybody on their day. Absolutely. I thought Barnsley were really impressive. Direct, pacey. Like I say, they looked dangerous every time they went forward. Woodrow, in particular, I thought, yeah, caught well, the eye. He 
He's got a good pedigree, though. He's came from. He, he started off at Fulham years ago, and I, I, I always followed him because he was a he was technically a very good player. He's, he's had a good pedigree. He came through their famous youth team, and and technically, you know, what I mean, you see the goal he scored the weekend. His goal was outstanding. You know what I mean? And, and, and good, really good players can score them all the time. It's not a fluke. You know what I mean? When, when somebody hits it and, and and it is a fluke, you can you can tell by their celebration. He knows he's got the talent to do it, and. And he's on the big stage now, and, and can he go on to do it at another level? I I believe he can, because I believe he's dropped down a level to step up another level, and and I think one day he'll get that opportunity to do it, because I think uh, he, for me, deserves it. Yeah, I think he's certainly good enough as he needs to play up a level. My uh, my boy Lyle Taylor again scores. Yeah, he did excellent, he's, didn't he? Uh, fire and he's and I thought he worked so hard, um, you know, just up and down, and he was making yeah. good runs. That penalty, if I was his manager, I'd have been like, oh, Jesus. He made Pogba's run up from last year look like he was rushing. He kind yeah, of just. Saying what, though, the confidence and the composure, though, to do it. Well, he, 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 I thought he was going when, when I watched it the first time, I thought he was going to start jogging at the end. He walked for the full <clears> thing and just didn't uh, just didn't yeah. stop. And, and, and you know what? That's just composure at his finest. And uh, and it just shows shows the ability of the boy because you don't, you know what I mean? It's, it's just. It's not arrogance, it's just pure quality and you know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm glad he did it and, and I'd be interested to see though if he did it again for his next one, if he does it Saturday or or tomorrow, because uh you know what I mean, it's 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 do you do it in a different situation against a different goalkeeper after goalkeepers well, have seen it, you know, it's it's always a it's always a different thing, isn't it? He did it in the it was like an eighty ninth minute penalty to make it two all. You know? If he's gonna do it in that situation, I would assume he's gonna do it in most yeah. Yeah, Problem exactly. Is, I hope he does. I hope he does. You know, if he misses it, I'm sure he'll get some pelters. But I mean, you know, it is. It's, it's at the end of the day, all that matters is that you score the penalty. Um, and you know, and the keepers won't have seen that type of penalty that often. So it's you know, it's something else for them to think about when they're trying to save it. Um, again, Lebolia tactically, I I said last week he impressed me because he um he matched up the opposition with the diamond and changed his formation slightly. Um, the second half in this game, he did it again. He just changed, just tinkered with it a little bit to, you know, to really push on and try and get back in the game. And he did. Um, and I find it equally impressive. I was reading over the weekend that uh, a year or two ago, he was nearly out of the game completely. He had got some fishing thing and he was, you know, he was pretty much done with football. And I'm so glad that you know he's come back and he's doing a like you say a fantastic job at Charlton. Well, I, th- I think he only I think he only got the job originally because he was caretaker manager. You know what I mean? And he, mm-hmm. he did really well. I think he enjoyed it and he's got his he's got his opportunity and and it's just it's it's a fairy tale story because you know what I mean as a player he was he was excellent. He's had a great career uh, and you know what I mean there's no guarantee then you can you can pass that on to be a manager and you know what I mean he's worked with some very good managers in the past in in his football career um, and. It's showing now with 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 working with good young hungry footballers and you know what I mean he's certainly enjoying the style of play he's certainly enjoying the championship I think he's more than he did in in League One because he's uh, he's playing some better stuff more attractive than than what I saw uh, from last season you know what I mean he's gone to another level and his his, his players are raising their abilities and you know what I mean and and, and so far so good for them yeah and uh, like like well, like Lyle Taylor isn't he you know he's yeah. gone up the league and he keeps scoring goals. He um, is a shout for you. Then I think Lebo yeah, for the next uh, next Leeds manager when Bice uh, goes uh, goes to Good a bigger shout. club. Leeds fans won't like that bigger club, no. but I think 
Beisler's, they've done so well to get him as a manager. I think, you know, he's like, uh, he'll be in for the big, big, big jobs yeah. soon enough. Yeah. Um, and I think Bowie would be a good fit for Leeds. Yeah, it's a good shot. Um, so next up, we've got Blackburn 1, Middlesbrough 0. I'll, uh, I'll leave this one to you, pal. But uh, one thing I will say is, is Rovers have been garbage all yeah. season. Um, yeah. But, but to yeah. be fair, I, I didn't expect a very good game. I, you know what I mean? I, Blackburn have probably been average at best and, and Middlesbrough haven't scored goals. So, you know what I mean? I didn't see, I didn't see it being a goal fest. And I've seen a, probably a drab 1-0 or Middlesbrough get away with a lucky 0-0. Yeah, I probably would have been happy with that. And then uh, the penalty was quite soft. Uh, he, he pulled his shirt. Of course he did. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know what I mean? As a Middlesbrough fan, it's a soft one. But as a centre-forward, somebody pulls your shirt, he, it's a penalty kick. So, you, you can't be doing that in the box and getting away with it. So, Danny Graham stepped up, scored a very good penalty. Stewie Downing had another couple of, ch- couple of chances. Blackburn fully deserved the win. You know what I mean? Middlesbrough in dire straits. Uh, to start the season, really, you know, what I mean, confidence has been rocked, but it's it's work in progress. You know, what I mean, the manager's is, is is put something in place. He's trying to um, to put a style of play in a formation with, with personnel and and uh, and, and long term, will it work out? You, you can only be judged after twenty twenty five games from the up till Christmas. You know, what I mean, you can't judge a new manager after four games. And you know, what I mean, he's attacking, trying to go forward in certain games. He's trying to defend in certain. He's got to get the right uh, the right balance. And so far, it's not really working for him. Um, but I've got every confidence in the players he's got at the club and 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 him as an individual um, that that he'll get it right because he's got the backing of the chairman. You know, what I mean, the football clubs are. A good football club. The fans are very passionate, and I'm sure that that when they do start winning, the fans will get behind them and it'll breed confidence. And same as Cardiff, that uh, that one win will turn into five and six for for sure. I think. Yeah, I think there was positives there for um, for Borough. Um, there's signs of improvement, and like you in the preview show we did a few weeks back, you discussed how terrible Borough were to watch last year. Yeah. Um, and when you're going to completely overhaul a way of playing, the way the team plays, the formation, everything, and change the style of play from that drab, sort of negative, defensive football to something a bit more um, attacking and a bit more fluid, it takes time, like yeah, you say. Um, so I wouldn't give up on Woodgate just yet if I was a Borough fan. Yeah, no, Stuart Downing's getting there. I think he's looking fitter. And yeah. uh, if they can get him firing and you know full fitness, full form, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who? But to be fair, I'm, I'm, a part of me, you know what I mean. Tony Mowbray, one of my heroes when I, when I was a kid. So if anyone was gonna was gonna uh, was gonna beat Middlesbrough, you know what I mean. And Tony was yeah. is one of my heroes. So and Stewie's a good friend of mine. So I'm glad uh, I'm glad that Stewie ended up being being on the happy side at the weekend and and yeah, Tony yeah. got up and going because. You know what I mean? Tony Mowbray would be under pressure if he didn't win on Saturday. Likewise, you know what I mean? Same as same as Woody. So, you know what I mean? Everyone's job's up for up for grabs at the minute. You know what I mean? You see somebody losing the job, which, which I'm sure we'll speak about uh, when we go into their game. But it's such a cutthroat industry at the minute, football. And it's such a shame that we're four games in, three games in, that people are losing the jobs. And we're talking about Crazy. the negativity of a football club. You know what I mean? People have got to be judged. Or they've got to be given a, a half a season right. at least, or if not a full season, because... You know, who knows what's going to happen in 10, 15, 20 games. Exactly, you can go on a five, six game winning winning streak and end up top of the league and are back in the playoffs. You know, it's likewise you can be top of the league in in uh, in August, September, and then you could be you could be bottom of the league by Christmas. You know what I mean? So you know, what I mean, we all know that Leeds have won the league by now. But see, listen, mm-hmm. by by May, things might change. Well, they probably will. 
They um, Derby all got a four to pieces. Leeds will fail the last line. <laughs> Maybe that'll be popular. No, I'm only kidding. And like uh, the um, the thing is, the way I look at it is in the championship is so up and down, and it's so anyone could be anyone. If you're yeah. sacking managers after three four games. You're going to just be a revolving door, literally all season long. Because well, you're putting the pressure, you're putting the pressure on somebody else. Because if, if somebody else comes in uh, at a football club and loses the first five six games, then you've got to sack him. You have to sack him because you've set that yeah. precedent. Now. You know what I mean? So you, you can't say I'm going to give him ten games, twenty games, a full season. You know what I mean? You're in a different animal now. You know what I mean? You've left the Premier League. You're in the Championship. Everyone's expecting you to win. It doesn't. No one's. No one's allowed just to win every football match. It just it's, football's not that easy. You go into a football club, a nice place to play, a lovely pitch. You, 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 you sat on a pedestal. Everyone wants to beat you. Same as Cardiff City. Same as Fulham. Same as Middlesbrough. Same as Leeds. Same as Derby. No one's got the divine right to win. And I've just named eight clubs there in the vault. 12 seconds and every one of those is never going to win every every Saturday so it's just a it's such it's, it makes it intriguing and makes it interesting and, and, and it makes me love the championship at the minute yes great 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 to watch and great teams as we're going to get into now uh, with, next up we've got Brentford one Hull one um, I've been really impressed with Hull uh, the first few games I've um, really liked the way they play and they surprised me um, a huge, huge fan of Jared Bowen. Jared Bowen scored uh, again. Yeah, he's got a very good goal as well. I was, I was, I was impressed with him. Uh, and uh, Ollie Watkins scored again. He scored, I scored at Middlesbrough last Saturday. So you know what I mean. He's, he's obviously taken over um, uh, from the boy who, uh, who signed for Brighton. And two good, two good sides. You know what I mean. Brentford especially. You know what I mean. The, uh, the good going forward. The, the, the strong at the back. You know what I mean. They're just not clicking at the minute. Um, and getting the results probably what they deserve. You know, I mean, they got middles, they kept the clean sheet. I thought they would have comfortably beaten Hull um, at home. You know what I mean? So teams aren't backing up what they did in the previous game at the minute for me. So, you know what I mean? That's why things aren't settling down and, and results and teams aren't getting probably, uh, I wouldn't say what they deserve because, you know what I mean? Hull, Hull went there with the game plan. Uh, they created chances. They're winning. They, they, they scored the first goal just after half time. Deserved the goal from Jared Bourne. Scored a very good goal. But then they were hanging on. You know what I mean? Teams seem to score and then sit and hope that they can just sit back and hang on and hang on. And I don't think there's one team in this league who I'd be comfortable just by sitting and defending and defending. And, and uh, Hull, City, Hull City certainly can't do it and they didn't do it. And by the end of the game, they probably should have lost uh, because Watkins had another had another chance that they hit the crossbar. And you know what I mean? On another day, uh, Brentford would have been six from six from the last two games. Yeah, oh, definitely. And... Uh... I thought Keith Stewart was excellent for Hull. Um, the Brentford goal offside, maybe. Uh, well, I think we, we we had this last week uh, with the Middlesbrough game um, that Middlesbrough complaining about offside goals and you know I mean Brentford getting the rub of the, rub of the green, they got rubbed the green again. But you know I mean there's it's human error. You know what I mean? The, the referee yeah. linesmen are going to get going to make a mistake. People say things will even out across the season. You know what I mean? Unless we have the VAR uh, debacle at the minute for me, what's what's happening in the Premier League, which is just killing the, the fun and the enjoyment. You're getting teams yeah. and supporters who are celebrating no goals or goals disallowed. It's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? I'm, I'd rather have a goal which shouldn't be a goal and then hoping that things... Yeah. And, 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 and that we can talk about in the pub or we can... You know what I mean? Then, 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 then just cut, cut football in half and just let it bleed because it's... 
you know, I mean, the championship. I think that that's why it's more intriguing this season because things are things are a lot more interesting. And you know, I mean, the goals we shouldn't be given are, are helping. Yeah, I, w- I think about eighteen months ago, I was kind of all for VAR, um, and I've changed my opinion. I changed my opinion in the was it the World Cup? Yeah, the World Cup on it where they used it yeah. uh, before the Premier League, and it was just I just think it just kind of kills the momentum of the game. It's just, and in the Premier League this year, I'm not, not enjoying it at all. I think it, it can, it's really killing like the, the, the emotion of scoring a goal because yeah. you're like, their team's waiting and it's, they don't know whether to celebrate or whether to not. If they well, do it, celebrate. And it, it was the, it, it was the Wolves game on the first game of the season. Yeah. It was a Sunday against Leicester where Wolves scored and it was a minute and 20 seconds. They'd gone back to the centre circle the goal had been celebrated just about to kick off and then they cancel the goal. Leicester fans are celebrating the no goal and I just I just think it's you know what I mean there's gotta be a cut off, it's gotta be a there's gotta be a limit. There's gotta be a thirty second limit. If you can't if, if they can't see the, the error in thirty seconds, then it's gotta be given as a goal. Just you know what I mean? The ref the ref doesn't have a choice to get on with it because you can't be celebrating going back and it's just the, the whole thing's you know what I mean? The, 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 I'm all for bringing new things in and making it, you know what I mean, and making it fairer and, and you know what I mean, and cutting out the the the, the proper mistakes. But um, no, it's not not for me. I'd rather have uh, I'd rather have a bit of controversy. You know how boring would uh, this conversation be if we were if we were just we we talk about VAR for the full for the full forty five minutes. It's just a joke. You know what I mean? The whole thing's just got to be just got to be common sense and it's got, it's got to prevail. It's got to prevail very soon and very shortly because it's just gonna it's gonna end up killing football. Absolutely, yeah, I. It takes everything. It takes the 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 natural raw emotion out of the game, which yeah. is the best part of football. Yeah. Um, just lastly on this game, I just want to say Jared Bowen's the one of the only strikers. I think he might even be the only striker. They were saying on Talk Sport that has scored twenty goals in the championship last year and is still in the league, whether they've been signed, you know, elsewhere right. yeah, or they've yeah. gone back on loan. Um, yeah. Now, I would have loved him at Cardiff City. I think he yeah. would be perfect for what they need. Um, yeah. He's a great. He's, I just, I'm a real big fan. You know, he's young, but he's got a great first touch. His vision always seems always seems to yeah. have that time on the ball to do what you know what he wants to do. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think also he seems he seems very level headed and very sensible because yeah. he's he's choosing. If there has been interest, who knows? But he's choosing to play regular football week in, week out and, and develop as a first-team regular in the Championship than go and sign for a better club and be in and out or sat on the bench. And, and You know what I mean? He's he's learning the hard way and he's learning the best way by, by playing games. And You know what I mean? There's not enough players probably like him who, who you know what I mean, go to a better club and, and, and chase more money. You know what I mean? He's... He's happy to play week in, week out. You know what I mean? He, he'll be, he's a professional footballer. He'll be earning good money. Of course he will. But you know what I mean? There'll be a lot more uh, money if he did move and go and sit on the bench somewhere else. And that could be a Premier League club or a, one of the bigger championship clubs because players like him and the potential he's got um, don't come around very often. And I, I, I am very surprised, similar same to you, Si, that he, he hasn't uh, moved to a, to a bigger club because, you know what I mean, Hull... Uh, Hull need the money, you know what I mean. It's always it's, it's yeah. been quite documented that you know what I mean. They're, they're a selling club, and you know what I mean. They're not in a position probably to turn down a, a big offers. So maybe he's maybe he's haven't had any uh, any offers for the boy. But you know what I mean. I'm sure. I'm sure. Certainly in January, if he's banging the goals in like he is at the start of the start of the season, and, and like he did all last season, that someone is going to take a 
take a bit of a risk on him to, to go to the next level. You know what I mean? Because for A, I think the boy needs it uh, for his for his own progression and, and, and B, for whoever's football club uh, brings him in, will get guaranteed, what, maybe he's 10 goals for the rest of the season, maybe he's, maybe he's more if he's a, if he's in a, in a free-scoring side. Yeah, definitely. I um, When I did the show with uh, ex-Borough winger Alan Moore, we discussed like the importance of playing week in, week out for, say, a championship team and or going to a Premier League team and then being on the bench, getting 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. And because the, the drop-down between the first team and the reserve team now, or the under-23s, is so vast yeah. that even playing for those under-23 sides or the reserve sides every week, it doesn't prepare you for first-team football. No. Whether it's first team football in the championship or first team football in the Premier League, yeah. and that's why some of these young players who are coming on loan from Premier League teams who haven't played first team football, they struggle in the championship at first, mm. even though it's a level down because it's just first team football is so different and yeah. so much more intense. But I think that's um, the expectation as well, look, because clubs clubs are looking at these lads from Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham. And people are expecting it to do well, and rightly so. You know what I mean? I, I was I was a young boy. I went on loan at Sheffield United. I went on loan to uh, to Bolton Wanderers. You know what I mean? And it's in the in the Championship, or you know what I mean? And it's a it's a tough it's a tough learning curve. It's you're playing against men week in week out. You're playing against sellout crowds week in week out, which comes with pressure, and you come with a high expectation because you come from a Premier League side. And yeah, I wouldn't change it for the world because it did my development like a world of good. Because when you do go back to your parent club and and you're thrown in the side that you. The surroundings are the same, you know what I mean. The the, the same crowds there, and um, there's still eleven players on the pitch with 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 your colour on, and it's there's nothing changes apart from personnel. And some, you know, what I mean, the big difference when you see teams in the under twenty three or the reserve league or the Premier League two or whatever it's called now that there's no crowd at all. You know what I mean? So they're not playing in proper stadiums and they're not replicating what they need to do. And you know, when they get thrown into an FA Cup game or a League Cup game, like uh, like some some teams did last week, midweek, that they let themselves down in there and they don't know how to perform on the big stage because they freeze and uh, and, and then they, go, they don't get a chance for the next three, four, five, six weeks and, and then players don't understand why and this is the reason why. This is the reason why. And unfortunately, um, you've got to grow up really quickly and, and, and learn how to play men's under-pressure football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, a um, little plug, by the way, to... I uh, done show with uh, Alan Moore and uh, Graham Kavanagh, Andy Campbell, and uh, Willie Boland as well. So you could check them out by uh, going back through the shows. Anyway, back to it. Bristol City two QPR nil. Uh, uh, Bristol City, have turned, Bristol City have turned the corner. Turned, you know what I mean? It does. It pains me to say a little bit. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. um, I, I said at the start of the season, I said QPR struggle. They picked up more points than than I thought they would have. They scored more goals than I thought they would have so far. Um, but on Saturday it was men against boys. It, it, some of the some of the chances created by Bristol City were excellent. Um, QPR are not travelling really very well at all, and if teams get at them, they look like they just crumble every time teams go forward at them. Bristol City they're a different side this year than uh, than have passed. They've gone um, down a, a different a different route of 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 players. Um, I'll, I'm going to have a. Uh, a conversation about one of the incidents which happened in the game later on of my, of my two, two, my two good and two bad. But um, when you've got Andrews Vyman up front, you're always going to cause problems. You know what I mean? He's a, 
he's an international class footballer. He's done it at the top level. He's done it at Villa. He's done it at Derby. He's, he's scoring goals all the time. He's creating chances, a handful. And he takes the pressure off other people. And oh, he didn't score the weekend. Uh, but he creates chances for other people just by his presence. And, you know what I mean? He's the kind of player, the focal point that you need in the team. And, and the good sides of this league has a player like him in it. And, um, and that's why these kind of players are... Uh, are really wanted at these football clubs because it just it just takes the pressure off. Um, it means they can play that kind of formation um, of him up front and three behind who, who can who can run left, right, and centre and, and create create vast opportunities for everybody else. His um, his movement is what creates the space for the likes of uh, I can't I'm going to butcher this poor guy's name now uh, Nagi um and a phobie and people like this yeah. who are going off him because his movement takes everyone uh, the defenders away and because he's so experienced and he, like you say he's played at the very top level mm. you know he, if you've he's got experience, experience he's not even yeah. he's not he's not he's not he's not a big target man but he plays like a target man no. he's only he's only small con- in, in comparison to some of the other big big players and and I thought he was outstanding, you know what I mean? His, his, his assist for a Forbes goal, you know what I mean? He was, he was all over the place. He fully deserved um, his goal. He didn't get it uh, at the weekend, but he, um, he, deserved, he deserved more than what he got. But, you know, he's, he's on the winning side at the weekend against. For me, it was, a, it was a poor outfit and a poor performance by QPR. But likewise, we said about Cardiff, you know what I mean? You win your home games, you, you're comfortable in the league. And you know what I mean? Can QPL be a lot better at home than the will away? I don't think it'll travel well at all because I, I think they're carrying on from last year and uh, a little bit away from home. And you know what I mean? It was a a bit of a, a disaster away from home for them at the weekend. Yeah, their defence was uh, poor, for yeah. lack of a more polite word, isn't it? Uh, so I thought the boy uh, Nagy, actually, who's on loan from Bologna, was very impressive. Yeah, and he, uh, his, goal, his goal was. Oof. Yeah, he's outstanding. Yeah, we did some great goals at the weekend, and you know, what I mean, goals of the season contenders already in, in just in just the third, yeah. third, fourth week, and um, you know, what I mean, Bristol City they'll they'll score a lot of goals. You always do. Lee Johnson has them, has them always at a level which which seems to surprise me. You know, what I mean, I, I, the the sole players, um, but they brought in other players. I thought they were going down a different route. They spent a lot of money. Um, and you just don't know what you're going to get from Bristol City at times, and um, and so far so good for them. He's he's got him, he's got him creating goals, scoring, uh, creating chances, scoring goals, and and at the sat on Saturday we kept a clean sheet. So for me, it was a perfect, perfect three points for them. Yeah, and they'll uh, they'll fancy it tomorrow. Obviously, we're recording this Tuesday evening. Yeah, um, and they'll fancy that game tomorrow. Um, yeah. Is it there? Yeah, they're playing tomorrow, aren't they? Yeah, yeah um, Wednesday. Yeah. And they're going to, you know, they're going to fancy their chances to pick up more points now. Um, they just need to make sure, I think, they keep it nice and tight at the back. But, uh, yeah, well, they brought, they brought forward, in players. They, they, brought, so they, brought Carlos, they brought Carlos in uh, for, obviously, a lot of money. I think it was eight, seven or eight million pound. And, um, you know what I mean? Obviously, that he's, he's, he's noticed the area which they need, to, they need to fill. You know what I mean? He's brought in a Forby to help. Wyman up there, he's, you know what I mean, he was a big sign and you know what I mean, he started the season at Stoke City, he, he started the first game of the season for Stoke, so that was a big acquisition for them and, uh, and you know I mean, they're, they're going to be up there, certainly going to be up there by the end of the season, I, I believe and and it just, it just, it just makes for an enthralling, enthralling championship season because it, it makes the derby games with, uh, with Cardiff um, and Swansea, you know what I mean, and just brings that, that, 
the excitement, you know what I mean, and another side who who was always who was always there, yeah, to uh, to another level because uh, you know what I mean that probably adds probably ten teams who can who can be in and around there by the end of the season. Yeah, you know, the more big games are better. Um, you know, we love, love the big ones. Yeah. Uh, next up was Luton one, West Brom nil. Uh, sorry, West Brom two. Um, yeah. Impressed with Luton, I have been since. Uh, yeah, so have I. I think they've, they've got that no fear factor that they don't care who they're playing against. You know what I mean? They started against Middlesbrough, ripped them apart at times. You know what I mean? Scored comfortably. Scored a very good goal, the excellent header uh, at the weekend. Uh, and uh, and to fair, going one 0 in at half time. You know what I mean? Probably the better side. Uh, still created a couple of chances second half, but they're just a mad, a mad three or four minutes cost them with with a couple of sloppy goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think both goals could have been avoided. Um, the lad scored two. I'm probably going to kill his name here. That's right, uh, guys. Diagana. He scored. Uh, scored left foot shot outside the box. Which, it was a good strike, but I, I still think it could have been avoided. And then the second one was a, a deflected shot, and he he, he he dived in with his with his with his head. Brave header. Uh, from West Brom's point of view, probably two very good goals. But for Luton's point of view, I think uh, they won't be happy with the the two goals that. Uh, the West Brom squad, but you know West Brom, they're always going to be up there. You know what I mean? They've got an excellent squad of players. That um, you know what I mean? They've, they'll 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 certainly be certainly be there. They've had a solid start of the season. You know what I mean? They're not blowing teams away, but they're um, they're, they're obviously unbeaten uh, in three. They play again tomorrow, and you know what I mean? Seven points from three games is a is a solid start from anybody. And uh, and to go away from Luton and to get to get three points because Luton. They like just said, "Sorry, they're not scared at all. They're not scared to uh, to play against anybody at the minute. They've had a really tough start of the season. They played Cardiff, they played Middlesbrough, they played uh, played West Brom. That that's got to be the the hardest start to any Championship season. You know what I mean? And they've and they've run three teams really close. They've been beaten two one twice against West Brom and Cardiff, uh, and obviously drew with Middlesbrough three all. So you know what I mean? It's such a such a tough start for them. But I think they've uh, they've passed the test with flying colours and and they've given themselves." A chance uh, by progressing and staying up, but just with the way that they've 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 gone about things. Yeah, that no fear factor, which they've got. If they can keep that for the rest of the season, because I've been impressed how good they are on the ball. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not just hoofing it up there and trying to intimidate teams, and you know, just be in their faces and that sort of thing. It's like they're technically pretty good, yeah. and uh, they kept the ball well, and they were quite unlucky. Um, so the super sub I had, uh, I had him written down. I said Grady, which is his first name, because I uh, wasn't even going to try and pronounce that name. I didn't want to butcher <laughs> the poor boy's name. But he changed the game when he came on. Yeah, uh, he did. He, you know, the goals, like you say, probably could have been avoided. But yeah. generally, his presence uh, made a big difference for West Brom. Yeah, but uh, I just look at the squad though, side as well. You know, what I mean, you, you, you've got you've got Charlie Austin, you've got you've got Kenneth Sahar, uh, you've got you've got. Edwards, you've got Phillips, you've got Jake Livermore. They're just full of, you know what I mean. We we spoke about Ferguson, the young young right back, first week of the season, the first debut at, at Notts Forest. Um, Kieran Gibbs, you know what I mean. They're, they're full of, they're full of so much of experience, and you know what I mean. And and if they're not up there, certainly in the playoffs like they've been for the last few years, or or even better this year, I'd be I'd be extremely surprised. But you know what I mean. They've, they've had a great start of the season, and um, and and you know what I mean. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be wanting to play them many times soon. No. Yeah, and I think Luton got a good chance of staying up as well. I hope uh, they do. I hope they do because they've, they've, for me, they've 
they've got they've come into this championship the same as Barnsley, um, the same as Charlton, but they just haven't had that rub of the green, or they've or they've played better sides than those two have. Obviously, those two played against each other, so something had to give at the weekend, and they both got themselves a point. So it's it's difficult for Luton because they've had such a such a tough start on paper, but they've given themselves a, a chance, and hopefully with the confidence, and hopefully the, the the heads aren't getting dropped because they've they've had a wonderful start, really. Yeah. Uh, next up was Millwall when Sheffield Wednesday nil. It's a bit of a sh- surprise. Yeah, well, I, I hope this doesn't have an impact on, um, on 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 the manager getting the job because uh, I think you know what I mean. Sheffield were always going to lose um, sooner rather than later. You know what I mean. And Lee Bullen for me, you know what I mean. He, we spoke about this last week. He should get the job. You know what I mean. He should get the job. He should have got the job after last week's win. You know what I mean. For me, I'd, I'd probably give him it more now after losing because. It'll show much, it'll say more for his confidence and how well he's doing, um, but uh, but they're always gonna you know they're always gonna lose sooner or later. You know I mean Matt Smith scored a scored a good goal off a corner set piece. You know what I mean? It's probably the Matt Smith goal. You know what I mean? Where he, he rises above people and and scores a very good goal. Um, I was I was probably outraged with the with the tackle from Jed Wallace. Yeah, it, was uh, it wasn't it wasn't wasn't a good tackle at all. Uh, and to be fair, I, I was shocked he didn't get a straight red. He got a second yellow. Oh, um, was it? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, he should have got he should have got a straight red. But you know what I mean? It was a it was a it was a it was a bad tackle. Uh, and you know what I mean? It was a reaction for me. You, you do a bad tackle, um, you accept it, and that and that's it. But he's he stood there reprimanding with the referee that why he's, why he's getting a red card. And it was a for me it was a, a shocking tackle and, and fully deserved of a red. Yeah, it was really bad, uh, really bad tackle actually. The yeah. um, Millwall went down to ten. Uh, through that tackle just after they'd gone one up, which obviously yeah. that meant it was you know Millwall's difficult enough uh, when you go to the den or the new new den. Um, it's you know it's it's hard enough to go there and get you know pick up points, but when you go one nil down and then they go down to ten men, I think it can make it harder because they just get all the men behind the ball. You know Matt Smith is was what a signing he was because he's just he was exactly what they needed to. You know, just to lead from the front, he, he, he's excellent, um, and he really—he's like an out ball for them all the time. Yeah, all um, the time. And and thing is, oh, you look at um, the Kenneth Sahars who go for big money. You, you, why, why for me is he not probably playing for a better side in the championship because he's got that X factor to come off the bench yeah. and um, and do that because he's a he's an experienced championship player. Um, you know exactly what you're going to get from him. You know, what I mean, if you if you want him to hold the ball up and you're winning one 0 he'll do that job. If you need a goal, you put the ball in the box. You know what I mean? He's he's better than sticking a six foot five centre half going forward. You know what I mean? Because he obviously yeah. knows where the knows where the goal is, and he's he's experienced enough, and he's 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 wore the t-shirt, and and he's 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 certainly um, shown his worth for, for for Millwall at the start of the season because he's gained them already probably four points four points himself. So, little question for you then: What's it like, or what's the difference, of, from a playing point of view, uh, for a caretaker manager compared to like a permanent one? Does it make a difference to the players? Uh, not, not really. I think, I think as a, as, a, as a player, I think you want you want to do well because you believe that that manager is going to get the job, and if he does get the job, um, he's going to continue to play you. Uh, and if he doesn't get the job, the manager could be sat in the stands who who's watching you anyway. So you, as a player, you've always got to do well. You know what I mean? And, and to be fair, it opens a door for, for you if you haven't been playing because you know, everyone supposedly gets a, a fresh start. And 
Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? And Lee Bullen is coming with his own with his own ideas, uh, and I think he's done. A, I think he's done a great job, and I, I, I'm I'm probably frustrated for him uh, that he's not being given given the job on a on a, on a full time basis as yet. And you know what I mean? I don't see what the holdup is because what they're waiting for? They're waiting for a manager to come available. Are they waiting for him to lose another game? I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. You know what I mean? It's frustrating because you know what I mean. If they do lose another game, he doesn't get it. You know what I mean? If he wins another game, does he get it? It's I, I, what, what they're waiting for. You know, what I mean? make make a quick decision. Give give a young manager another opportunity to succeed. And if it doesn't work after twelve, fifteen games, you can put it in his contract anywhere that you don't have to pay him off, and it doesn't cost you anything as a football club. So, you know, what I mean, it gives somebody a, an opportunity to succeed in something that he's good at because he's obviously very good and. And he's got the respect of the players because he's 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 getting the best out of a bunch of players so far. Who um, who well, we I certainly didn't expect after what happened in the summer with Steve Bruce and leaving, and you know what I mean. And he's, so he's, he's he's turned that football club around. I just hope they're not using him for as a as a stopgap for somebody else. Well, he's done it before, hasn't he? He's done the caretaker role for them before. Um, yeah, I just think now now is the right time. He deserves he a chance, chance. Doesn't he? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It'd be interesting to hear, actually, from Sheffield Wednesday fans, what they, you know, if they are behind him, if they think he should be given a chance, or if yeah. they, or, or if know, not, who do, who do they want in? Who, yeah. do, who do they, who do they want as their manager? Because for me, off the top of my head, I, I couldn't pick somebody who, who I'd want to take over that football club, or you know what I mean? They've been stung a little bit over the over the past couple of years with uh, with, with Steve Bruce and and stuff. So you know, what I mean, do they want someone who loves the club, or do they want someone to come in who's using them as a stepping stone? It's it's yeah, no-brainer. But... Yep, Sheffield Wednesday fans, tell us, tell us, uh, Lee Bullen or someone else. Uh, next up is uh, Forest three, Birmingham nil, and uh, I thought this was one of the best team performances I've oh, seen. Performance, yeah, oh, performance of the week, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Uh, how Nottingham Forest only beat Birmingham City three 0 is, is is beyond me. You know what I mean? Uh, some of the chances, what was what was missed? Um, Lewis Grabbin missed. Some frightening chances, you know what I mean? He's a, he's a very good player. He's obviously cost, I think he's cost five million pounds when he signed from Norwich um, last season. But he missed some absolute sitters, you know what I mean? And, and he, he scored, he scored one, but three nil going on six seven easily. Birmingham were, yeah. were outplayed, you know what I mean? Uh, Lolly got the early goal, very good strike. Gravin got the second one, very good goal. Second half was an onslaught again. They missed some absolute sitters. Um, and then it was pleasing to see Michael Dawson get a goal because you know he's gone back to the side where he started, um, where it all obviously started really rosy for him before he got his uh, his moves and stuff. And he scored a he scored a very good goal off a corner and and celebrated like like he did probably when he was a 16, 17 year old lad. And you know I mean so pleasing to see that he's still got that enthusiasm. You know what I mean because there's a lot of young footballers now, um, and to see an experienced player. Um, still have the passion to do well and and do it week in week out in the championship, which is a tough tough division with games thick and fast and you know what I mean you're playing 50 maybe 60 games if you do well in the cups and stuff it's a it's a it's a grueling a grueling ask and you know what I mean so far um he's certainly standing up to uh, the expectations and and if uh, I said about Forrest be my um the, the, the bit of copycat of Wolves and creating chances if they play like they did on Saturday you know what I mean? They're going to be the team to watch because, you know what I mean? They remind me a little bit of, uh, of of Wolves when they're in the championship. They just attacked, attacked, attacked. And, you know what I mean? But Wolves just had a little bit more quality going forward in the final third. And But, you know what I mean? You can't take away the, the, some of the chances what they, what they created for, uh, for the, especially for grabbing. You know what I mean? And and, and they had uh, Amiobi on one side. Adorma came on. 
Albert Adorma, and they're just they're just inundated with good players going forward. And you know what I mean. I'm probably not so sure about them uh, in defence. You know what I mean. Yeah. But you know what I mean. But when 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 an away side though doesn't set up to attack you and to to cause you many problems like Birmingham didn't. Um, you know what I mean? And you're in the ascendancy straight away, and you can just pepper the goal, pepper the goal, pepper the goal, and sooner or later you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna smash the door down, and and then you can pick up uh, pick up as many goals as you want. Yeah, Birmingham didn't. Uh, they offered very, 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 very little going forward. Um, yeah. the, it was almost like they weren't really trying to score. Um, I thought one player who really stuck out for me actually was uh, Joe Lolly for Nottingham Forest. I thought he yeah, was really, like him. really I, good. He yeah, a like great him. goal and his crossing is uh, superb. It's really, really good. I was very, very impressed with it. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we've got Stoke 2, Derby 2. I thought this was a fantastic game. Yeah, another game, uh, another game which, which is just full of good football. It's full of, you know what I mean? I think uh, Philip Cocko's slowly starting to uh, get his style of play through. Uh, played some great football, scored some some great team goals. I, I, I loved the first goal, you know what I mean? It was, yeah, it was amazing, uh, pass, man. pass, pass, uh, into, into Wagon. And, you know what I mean? The, the finish was just outstanding with his left foot, you know what I mean? Got in front of his defender and, you know what I mean? A hard technique to do and, you know what I mean? The lad's outstanding. Scored two, should have got his hat-trick the easiest chance he missed uh, towards the end of the game. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I know years ago uh, when Derby signed him uh, last season, uh, Middlesbrough tried to buy him, you know what I mean? £5 million and everyone was saying how much of a, uh, how, how overrated or how expensive he was. You know what I mean? £5 million for a, a centre-fold to get you in the Championship so is, an, is an absolute snip and, you know what I mean? For me, he's a he's a he's an experienced pro at that level, and, and he's always going to get goals. And he leads the line. He's 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 technically very good. You know what I mean? He's 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 all left foot, but nobody seems to stop him doing what he wants to do. And, and some of the goals he scores are outstanding. And, you know what I mean? On Saturday was no different. He um he got off to a great start. He probably took one of the worst penalties I've seen, but still put it in there. Mm-hmm. Still put it in the centre of the goal. But you know what I mean? You, you can only uh you can only score past uh, past past the goalkeeper. You know what I mean? Jack Butland dived one way and he, he rolled it down the middle it's one of those things but uh, I'm still confused with Stoke uh, I'll be honest you know what I mean they're, they're, they've got on paper they're, they're excellent um, got some excellent championship players they've got some creativity in there they've obviously got, they've, they've got Ince you've got Hogan you've got Gregory you've got Klukas going forward they're, they're going to score they're going to score goals they're going to score goals but defensively they're, they're so inept at the minute they're letting goal in after goal and you know what I mean they've got England's potential Number one in goal, and you know what I mean. It's 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 what two two. Uh, they got beat um, three one at Charlton last Saturday. Got beat two one in the first game. You know what I mean. So it's it's the need to, to stop the goals going in because you know what I mean. You're scoring, you score two goals at home on a on a Saturday afternoon. You expect to win the football match. You know what I mean. You shouldn't need to score three four and five to win a game. And at the minute, Stoker are causing their own problems by the goals they're giving away. Granted. There was probably no mistake this week by uh, by Jack Butland, so I'm not, I'm not going to give him any stick for for the first week um, in the championship. But they're still letting goals in, and that's got to stop for them to be successful, and for the manager to get what he wants. They've got to start keeping clean sheets, and um, because they're always, always going to score goals. You know what I mean? You have got James McLean on one on one side, you know, Lucas is uh, from Hull City. You got Hogan on loan from Villa. You know they're they're a very good side. Gregory scored goals for Millwall, quite a lot of them, and. They've got certainly got got goals and assists in the side. You know what I mean? In scored a, a, a world class goal last week, and certainly got that 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 in the locker. But defensively, they look uh, look all over the place. I thought Stoke were much much better this week. Yeah, um, and I thought 
there was signs maybe that they're getting it together a bit. They showed a good mentality. Obviously, conceding so early, it's difficult yeah. to come back and you know get your head together, particularly when you haven't started the season very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought they did quite well for that. Joe Allen missed from three yards. Um, yeah, shocker. Well, I've got a got a score of that. Um, yeah. You know, inside okay. the bar as well from like ten yards out, pretty much an, not an open goal, but you know, so many should just be stroking away and should be yeah. a goal. Um, yeah. I'm going to defend Jack Butland a little bit. Uh, he has been not very good in the last few games, but as a as a father of a goalkeeper, I thought for this game he looked fully focused. He looked sharp um, after a rocky start to the season. And yeah, I made some good. They made some good stops. And penalty you know I mean? he should have saved because yeah. it was a poor penalty. Yeah. But that the the Waghorn one for the hat trick where he tries to dink it over him is actually it's a really good save. That's a great you know, save. He didn't, go, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't go down. He, he kept his um, he kept his concentration and you know what I mean. Waghorn's full of confidence and you know what I mean. Should he have scored it? Should he have scored it? It's a should have just struck. It's a difficult. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. He tried to chip it over him, but. Jack Butland, he made a good save, and uh, and you know what I mean, and, and and he showed his class there. He showed his class for sure. Yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? Because the Waghorn's got two goals, he's full of confidence, so he's gone for the dink. Whereas perhaps if he hadn't scored the two goals prior previously earlier in the game, he's probably just stroking that with his left foot into the bottom corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah that I... wins. That's three points then, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think as so. I think uh, I think we could go on about a couple of missed chances and. And things and 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 will these points come back to haunt certain teams come the end of the season with the playoffs? Because there's going to be the points difference and the margins are going to be so slight. You know what I mean? And you can you can look back to five games ago. You can look back to the first game of the season. You know what I mean? These kind of things can come back and bite you on the backside. And you know what I mean? Waghorn. You know what I mean? If he keeps going the way he's going, he's going to score 25, 30 goals this season. But the difference is that that could that one goal could have cost them and it could have got them an extra two points on the board. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we've got the last uh, last three games now. We've got Swansea three, Preston two. Um, Preston have surprised me, Sai. Yeah, we spoke about yeah, this at the start of the season. Down, didn't I, I, I? Yeah, I, I, well, so did I. I think we both said they were going to struggle, you know what I mean? And, and they're giving themselves, they're creating chances of scoring goals. They've scored a very good goal. Rafferty scored a good goal to start, to start the game. Um, uh, Johnson scored a penalty. It was a, it was a definite, definite penalty, uh, but defensively. They looked all over the place. Every time Swansea went forward, they looked like they were going to score, and especially in the second half. You know, you know what I mean. They scored a perfect time in the first half, right on the whistle. Obviously, it changes the the dynamics of the game. It changes it. The, the, the team talks of both managers. You know what I mean. Swansea in the ascendancy straight away coming up the second half, and you know what I mean. Assured that you know what I mean. They obviously didn't play didn't play great. Um, got a goal just before half time. Makes a substitution. Substitution comes on, scores. Uh, Byers uh, and then Baston gets his second goal. You know what I mean? The which turns out to be the winning goal after Johnson's penalty. And you know what I mean? The Swansea creating chances, playing some good football, scoring goals. They've got back to that uh, Swansea City way of playing, uh, which pains me to say, but they are playing some unbelievable football again. And you know what I mean? It's that's just the way they play football. And in the Championship, notoriously, it doesn't work because teams can go, can, can upset you. And I don't think it'll work week in week out against some of the bigger, stronger teams uh, but against the side like Preston they, they picked them off and they picked them off in decent areas and, and, and they got in behind them in decent decent places put balls in the box and, and some of the finishes were, were outstanding and you know what I mean fully deserved the three points you know what I mean it was, it, it was probably closer the scoreline's closer than what for me what, 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 what it should have been and um, but the, the start of the season Swansea stronger than I thought they're unbeaten scoring goals but also 
shipping goals as well at the, yeah. at the other end. So I think their biggest problem actually, you know, they they should have beaten Preston, and like you say, it was closer than what it should have been, three two. You know, that's and I think they are playing going forward. They look great. They really playing some great stuff, but they are shipping out goals, and um, you know, if Preston are scoring two and running them close, they come yeah. a, come up against a you know a Leeds a derby. Even yeah, Reading, the way Reading yeah. Reddin picked uh, Cardiff off, you know, yeah. they could... Well, a West, a West, a West Brom, a, a, a good, a good, a, for me, a good side who's, who has good shape and, and settles, yeah. uh, upsets them, you know what I mean? That, are Swansea now good enough to break them down? Uh, a good side, I'd probably say no, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You've lost you've lost your best players, you know what I mean? You haven't got the, the creativity that you used to have last season or the seasons before in the Premier League, so, you know what I mean? You're asking... A lot from from those individuals, you know what I mean, and 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 I think um, the longer the season goes, because there's a lot lot more stronger sides out there than than Preston North End. So you know what I mean when you when you beat Swans, when when you're only beating them three two and, and it should have been more, you know what I mean. You I, I go back to the Nottingham Forest game. If Nottingham Forest were playing were playing Preston with some of the chances which they created, they would have probably picked them off four five six seven. You know what I mean, and that's the difference I think sometimes between between football clubs. And this isn't me being. With my blue hat, with my blue hat on, and being negative towards Swansea City, I've just said that the football they're playing is outstanding. My concern yeah. with them is, um, is when they play when they play against better sides. You know, when they play against better sides, can they pick them off? And that's the biggest test for me because beating poor sides by one goal should be more. You know what I mean? Is 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 the difference? But they pick three points up, and they've got seven points from three. So, you know what I mean? I can't be ultra critical on them because they're a, they've had a better start than uh, than a lot of teams in the league. Yeah, they they've had a good start. Um, who's their centre? Who's the Swansea centre backs? Uh, Swansea centre halves at the minute. Uh, they've got um, Joe Rondon. Um, is one of them, young boy, twenty twenty twenty. Maybe when I was watching them, and they've got they've got the uh, is it the Dutch lad Van der Van der Hoorn? Van der Hoorn? All right, okay. Yeah. So when I was watching the highlights. One thing which sort of stuck out to me was that they looked like they needed almost like a like a centre back, a leader, or someone who's going to take charge and and get the ball away quicker or get them get the shape because I did feel they just looked vulnerable at the back. Yeah. Well, I look I looked at the penalty side. You know what I mean? The the, the, the penalty made it two two. You know what I mean? They've the, the, the turned the game around. The two one up. And the penalty is such a soft penalty, but it's a blatant penalty. You know what I mean? You leave your foot in the box. You, you you're asking for trouble. You know what I mean? If that's uh, a bit of naive. Nah, nah, I, I don't know what it was. You know what I mean? Stupidity is just a little bit naive. Whatever it was, it was just. Uh, it was such. It's just stupidity at that at that stage what of the game is. because, you know what I mean? You've just got yourself ahead. You know what I mean? You're, you're not playing against a great side, but you're giving us you're giving a team a footing in the game and against a good side. The team then goes on to beat you instead of instead of you comfortably going getting that third goal. And we spoke about teams who get that second and third goal like. Um, like Reading did, then it's hard to to make up the difference because teams like Swansea would be able to pick it off with the gaps, and yeah. you know what I mean. I think that's 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 the difference between good sides and and, and the lesser sides. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, Wigan nil leads two. Um, Wigan at home oh, still haven't defended like they did versus Cardiff on the opening yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm baffled with with this first game of the season. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know where what happened to Wigan since. The first game of the season, I was, I was so intrigued to see how uh, how they would have done. You know what I mean? Because start of the season, excellently scored three, 
three goals, you know what I mean, got himself to turn the game around. And I thought, oh, they're, they're going to be decent side ever since that game. They've just fallen into, piece, fallen into pieces. You know what I mean? They, they played against a strong lead side. Uh, obviously, they went down, to, went down to 10 men within the first 20 minutes. Um, two yellow cards from Williams and... You know what I mean? Leeds, you, you don't give Leeds any kind of uh, any kind of advantage like that because they just pick you off. We spoke about Paddy Bamford and the chances he missed uh, last weekend against Forest, and uh, this weekend he goes and picks two goals, two goals off, and he's going to he gets chances. His, the, the problem he's got, Paddy, is is, is his composure um, and the chances he, he misses. Um, but you know, you know what I mean. He started the season. He's got he's got three goals. Probably should have had five in his first three first three. But he's he's got three and three. Um, and you know what I mean. Leeds have have, have started like a house on fire, and um, it, it pains me to say. You know what I mean. For all uh, all the stick I get on Twitter, but they'll certainly be up there. You know what I mean. And I've got no doubt about that. They've got some excellent for excellent players going forward. I love Hernandez. I think he's absolutely outstanding. You know what I mean? He's he just he, he makes a difference um, from out wide, from in behind, from in behind. Bamford, you uh, you mentioned last week um, centre midfielder is a cliche, and yeah. he's he's again outstanding. You got Jack, you got Harrison, you got Farshaw. They're just full of very good players, and um, you know what I mean. I don't I don't see them faltering at the minute. I don't see you know what I mean. I don't see Leeds are a little bit like a train. And it, they're going to be hard to stop. Um, you know what I mean? We've got they've got the backing of the supporters. We we go about we go on about their manager all the time. You know what I mean? Bielsa is just a, an excellent manager, and it's only a matter of time until they do get where they want to where they want to get. And um, and for me, you know what I mean? I think it does pay me to say this. You know what I mean? But and it is early doors, but I, I do believe this season will be will be their season. I can't believe I said that. But. Yeah, it's uh, we're gonna have to, that's going to come back to haunt you, mate. The, um, I, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Because then it doesn't. I've, I can't. I can't lose. Can I? <laughs> now the boy Gleck in the middle, uh, middle of midfield, is a Rolls Royce player, mate. I love him. I just yeah. the way he plays, he he just controls everything. Just pulling the strings, takes the ball off the defenders, takes the ball off, and he just everything goes through him. And he's got the quality to to run the game. And then you, like you say, you've got Hernandez. I was impressed with Bamford because he is a young man and he missed, I think, five chances we counted with it last week or four, which were clear-cut, you know, chances he should have scored. So, you know, it takes broad shoulders to take that criticism, take it, you know, he would have thought about those chances, he would have replayed them in his mind over the week and whatnot. Yeah, it's a long, it's a long, it's a long week as a centre forward when you when you when you're missing chances and that, you know what I mean. Being there, wore the t-shirt, you know what I mean. But he's he's a he's a he's an excellent footballer, you know what I mean. He's, yeah, I watched him at Middlesbrough week in week out. He's had an upbringing, you know what I mean, for Chelsea. You know what I mean. He's been there years. He's played with world class footballers. He's, you know what I mean. So he's um, he, he's certainly got a, an excellent pedigree, and you know what I mean. And he he deserves to be playing at the top level or giving it giving it a go. And if he continues scoring goals like he is, then he's going to take leads all the way. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I uh, I was very critical of him last week because I, I did feel that if he was going to be their number nine for the season and they were going to go up, he would need to improve. And I rightly thought so, all round, rightly so, rightly so. his all-round game was better though as well. Yeah. I think not just the like the two goals he scored with proper centre-forward goals. One of them was a bit you know really scrappy in the six-yard box, but you know he scored the chance. He was there. Yeah. But I thought his overall play, he made the right runs. His movement was good. He didn't hide, you know. No. Um, 
and dare I say this over the years, strikers can hide if they're struggling for People speak chances. about being brave, Sai, you know what I mean? And being brave is, is, is wanting to miss chances. I'll, I'll use Andy Cole as an example. Andy Cole missed more chances than he scored, but he was so brave to get in those positions and want to miss chances because he knew he would get his goals, and you know what I mean? And he had a notoriously bad reputation, Andy Cole, of missing chances, but I would have him on my team 100% because he scores goals and he was he was a natural born goal scorer. But you know what I mean. You have to be you have to be in it to win it. And he's, Paddy's given himself an opportunity. He's leading the line as a young young. He's still a young boy. Still is a young player. And to be doing that at a big club such as Leeds, and um, you know what I mean. They're, they're gonna they're gonna cause a few teams a, a problem this season. Spot on, mate. We're spot on with Andy Cole as well. Like, if you said to young players like Bamford at the start of their career, we'll give you Andy Cole's record at the end of your you know, career, they're going to snap their hands off for it. Because he yeah, had an unbelievable record. And you know, if you look at his goals scored and stuff, but you're right. He missed loads of chances every game. But he also was there, brave, getting in there for the, you know, for the next run. Yeah, yeah. Um, OK, final game. Huddersfield won, Fulham two. I will hand this over to you. Yeah, well, I was disappointed on Friday because, uh, you know what I mean, the first half especially, I thought Huddersfield were excellent. You know what I mean? Uh, it, was, it was interesting. I watched, uh, I watched the full game. I watched the interviews after. And um, Scotty Parker's interview about, about Fulham dominating the game was, uh, was a little bit untrue for me because I thought, um, especially first half, I thought Huddersfield were excellent. I thought they created chances. They got they got wide of Fulham. Um, you know what I mean? How they didn't go in at half time ahead uh, was must have been so disappointing for them. Uh, but the, you know, I mean, they deserve to be uh, deserve to get a little bit more out of the game than, than what the, what they did. Um, but you can't only play well for half for half a game. And you know what I mean? He came out the second half. You know what I mean? And obviously, Scotty Parker said something at half time. His team came out looking fresh. He made a couple of um, tactical changes. Kept the same personnel. Um, and you know, I mean, fully deserved to win the game with the second half performance. You know what I mean? It was a uh, such a disappointing evening for for, for Huddersfield, big football club, and then for the manager, uh, see work to get the to get the sack is just it's disastrous. You know, it's such a shame because how 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 a man who's worked all summer to 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 watch games, to get in players, to work on certain things, to be given the sack after three games is just. It's just so wrong, you know what I mean? I know the club weren't happy about being knocked out with the Carling Cup or the the Cup, the midweek Cold Cup game Cup. by Cold Cup, Cup, Rumblos Cup, whatever you want to call it, um, by Lincoln City. But that's not. He saw, didn't see that as a priority, and yeah, and a lot, a lot of other teams did exactly the same. And you know what I mean? To to get beat by Fulham and lose his job, you know what I mean? Fulham are going to be one of the teams to beat in in, in the league. So just for me, it makes a mockery of the, of the championship getting getting rid of a, a manager like that because we just spoke about about it earlier. Whoever he brings in now, the chairman of Huddersfield Town, if he loses the first five, six games, he has to sack him. He has to, because he's now set a president of, um, I'm, I've, I've sacked the manager, so um, I've, I'll have to do it again. You know what I mean? Huddersfield got one point out of three. So if that manager doesn't beat one point out of three, it just doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? You know for a fact Huddersfield are going to win the, going to win the next game. Mark Hudson's a new, uh, the new caretaker manager. I don't know if he'll be in charge at the weekend or... Um, or, the, or this week, but uh, it, for, for tomorrow, but um, they're bound to win because caretaker managers always seem to uh, to do well and get things off to a, off to a good start. I hope they don't win because obviously they're playing Cardiff City. 
but mm. uh, you know what I mean. I, I, I think it's a bad decision, um, but that's, people live and die by those decisions, unfortunately. But uh, I will say that the standard of some of the goals in, in, in you know, I mean, the header from um, uh, from Grant uh, for Fordersfield was it was excellent. You know what I mean? They, they used uh, wasn't VAR, but they used goal ta- goal line technology for that game. Um, and uh, the winning goal for uh, Cavaliero uh, for, for Huddersfield, you know what I mean? They've obviously they brought him in for that reason, that reason only. You know what I mean? He's come from 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 Wolves, can't play him week in week out. He's dropped out in the Championship to play regular football, which is fantastic to see. Makes the league even better. But those kind of players are the, are the, are the difference between um, getting promoted and getting in the playoffs or just missing out. Because you know what I mean? The teams who who, who, who will miss out are the teams who haven't been prepared. Uh, to go to that next level and bring in the players like uh, Anthony Knockart and uh, and Cavaliero and Mitrovic, you know what I mean? Because they're uh, Harry Arta, you know what I mean? There's not there can't players. be a, there can't be a better better team on paper than Fulham's and uh, Tom Kearney. Yeah, they just you know what I mean? If they, if they can go on a run, you know what I mean? There'll be there'll be some team to some team will have to play well to catch and stop them from to, from achieving what they want to achieve this year. Yeah, I think if anyone is going to run away with the league, like you know Newcastle or Sunderland did in the past, it's going to be Fulham or Leeds or both. Um, I don't really see anyone else running away with it, but Fulham have almost got two teams of you know two elevens of quality players, so they've got so many good players, and then they've got on top of the good players, they've got these you know Premier League players who are dropping down to play like your Mitrovic and your Harry Arters, they're Premier League players. Yeah, um, should be Premier League players. We spoke about this in the summer. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Sometimes you don't have to bring a player in. Sometimes you've just got to be a little bit bold and keep the players that you've got. It, it's a bigger statement than, than bringing and selling. They could have sold Mitrovic for £20 million and you could have brought in four players for £5 million, which would have made good business sense. You, you've got some good players coming through the, through the door. But for me... They've made a bigger statement by keeping hold of him. You might not be able to keep hold of him for, for the full season, but by Christmas you could be top of the league by by ten points, and then he has to stay because he's going to be a Premier League player in six months. So you, you know it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, he could have twenty goals by Christmas, couldn't he? You know, yeah, he's, he's, uh, too right, he could be. Yeah, the way he's the way he's played, the way he's the way he's starting. Yeah. Um, the last thing I'll say about the Huddersfield manager being sacked, I just think it's piss poor. I think it's. I just think it's disgusting. I think it leaves, it leaves a real sour taste in mm. uh, in the mouth. And let's be honest, like I don't give two hoots about whether you know Huddersfield win or lose, um, but I just think it just looks crap for everyone concerned. Yeah, um, I, I I I understand people are frustrated. They've, they've came down from the Premier League. They've it's, been bad. They have yeah. been bad. Um, yeah. And like I have to say. When I was watching them, uh, not this last game, the game before, I was watching, I was thinking, I think I might have mentioned it actually last week, that if they don't get a handle on it, they could go straight down because they were yeah, well, I, th- I, I, I think I think that's what I think that's what the chairman's thinking. I think he, he's 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 gone with his with his gut and thought we need to change things straight away because we're in a, we're in a holy and we're not going to get out of it. And you know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's it's a losing mentality, losing spiral. 
um, and and he's done it. He's, he's he's done the he's done the call for the for the best of the football club, and I, I understand that. I do, I do, I, I seriously do understand it. My frustration is, I feel, I feel, I feel horrible for for a manager who's lost his job after after three games. You know what I mean? Because are we gonna? That's got to be one of the earliest sackings in history. Because what, what what's next? Somebody, somebody, somebody losing the first game of the season and getting sacked. It's just. It's it just man. doesn't. It just doesn't. You know what I mean? It's just for me. You've got to give. You've got to give. I don't know. Ten, at least ten. I, I, I can't put a number on it. Even after ten games, I probably still think it was harsh. Unless you lose all ten. Twenty, twenty-five games for me. Yeah. Is, I, I always think if you don't, you're not going to give a manager a full season to try and embed what they want to do with your football club and their vision for the team and their everything. What's the point in putting them in there in the first place? Because yeah, exactly. you know, unless they're losing every single game and getting stuffed and there's you know yeah. players are arguing and all this type of stuff if it's just generally they're not where you want them to be as a, as an owner then you should be giving them at least a season i don't understand the logic of not doing it and then i look at i look at the other side side why, why is he why is he giving him the summer why is he giving him the summer to to prepare to prepare for the season why why not why not give a new manager a full summer to bring his own players in, to implement his own pre-season, to give himself a good opportunity. Because whoever takes that job now is still working with the same players, is still working with the same confidence levels as as, as the previous manager's gone. You know what I mean? The window's shut. You know what I mean? So what chances has a new manager got? He's got zero He's got zero chance to succeed. You know what I mean? He, he can plan towards January. He can try and stabilise the club. But stability for a club who's just come down from the Premier League is not, I'm guessing, what that football club wants. That football club wanted and expected to go back up. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And then the fans probably expected it. You know what I mean? The parachute money, they still have got the Premier League money. So, that football club expected to go back up and they've got absolutely no chance on what I'm watching. You know what I mean? No. So, and whoever, whoever they're bringing as a, as a manager, it's still got to work with the same kind of players. And the same kind of players that I saw on Friday night, especially second half, they're certainly not good enough to... Um, to get anywhere near the playoffs or the top ten or anywhere near that. No, I um, from a personal point of view and Cardiff point of view, I'd love to see Mark Hudson get a go. Um, yeah. If he can get a couple of results after yeah. Cardiff beat him tomorrow. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope he's as well on Saturday <laughs> after they get mm-hmm. smashed tomorrow. That, 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 yeah, that. Absolutely. But uh, yeah. So uh, okay. Next up, we got two up, two down. Uh, so two up, two down is where myself and Andy, we pick two big performances, moments or players, and uh, two nightmares for the weekend. So uh, let's start with the ups this week, mate. What uh, what do you got for the first one? Uh, I've gone for Puskas for Reading. Uh, it's, it's two goals, especially his first one. You know what I mean? I, I know we spoke about uh, probably the inept defending and, and, and things that could be avoided, but... His first goal in particular, cut inside. His second goal, he cut across the defender. You know what I mean? He should have had his hat-trick, you know what I mean? So, as an attacking player, you know what I mean? I'm looking forward to seeing him again and again and see if he can replicate this because I'd be disappointed if he can't because, you know what I mean, he's done it against one of the best defenders and our defenders' defences in the league. So, if he can uh, if he can do it to Card, if he can do it to each, each and every team. and So, he's my uh, he's my first one. Yeah, so I had... Um, I could was kind of trying to decide between him and Patrick Bamford, um, and I actually went for Patrick Bamford because I was very critical of him last yeah, week. Yeah, I feel that. Um, he missed a bag full of chances last week, as we said, but I thought, and I said last week, he's got to improve if he wants to be Leeds' number nine. Straight away, next week, he was working hard, his movement was good, 
He didn't shy away from the ball and he's picked up two goals and he's won in the game. Yeah. And I think that shows tremendous mentality, maturity for a young guy yeah. to come back and not let it affect him. And he played really well. So I gave yeah. one to him. Um, and who was your second one, mate? Uh, my second one was uh, Caleb Guerrero with his wonder goal for, for Fulham against Huddersfield. You know what I mean? I, I spoke there about the, the, the difference about having that X-factor player and, 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 and having someone to... Uh, to give the ball to in dangerous areas and score a goal, you know what I mean. He didn't have the he didn't have the best of games, but to score a goal like that um, and to get Fulham the extra two points, which which is the the difference between their strong start to the season, um, you know what I mean. So just just for just for the ability and the goal alone, because I thought it was excellent. He cut in from the left and and just bent in. when 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 he hit it straight away. Like the the words goal just muttered from my mouth and. You know what I mean? I, I love players who get me on the edge of the edge of my seat, and you know what I mean. They've got knockout on one side and him on the other. You know what I mean? So this week he's uh, he got my nod. Yeah, so I had uh, Joe Lally from uh, Forest, from Forest just because yeah. I felt like uh, he scored a great goal. His overall performance was excellent, but um, he's very skillful, used the ball well. But I just yeah. his crossing uh, for the goal and his he had the assist. But I thought his crossing was absolutely sublime. Really, yeah, good. really was impressed by his crossing. Uh, it's so just a bit different. Yeah. And uh, for a two down, go on, you go first for the first one. Um, I've gone for, uh, I've gone for a, a Welsh boy. I've gone for Joe Allen's shocking miss against, oh, uh, against Derby. Right. I was, just, I was, uh, when, I, when I seen it, when I seen it and I said Allen, I was, I, I was, it can't be, it can't be Joe. No way it can't be Joe. And, you know what I mean? If, if you haven't seen it, oh, have a little look at it. It's all over Sky Sports at the minute. It's all over YouTube. You know what I mean? It was. It was. It's probably harder uh, to do yeah. what he's done than 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 put it in the net. And you know what I mean? You see his reaction when the the rebound didn't go in. You know what I mean? He was absolutely horror struck. And you know what I mean? He's such a good, talented, gifted footballer. So for uh, for how good he was to miss a chance like that, you know what I mean? I was. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't ignore it. Couldn't ignore it. Yeah, so unfortunately, I've gone for the same one as well. Um, <laughs> I, in the summer, I said that uh, Man United should try and get Joe Allen on loan yeah. till the end of the season till they could sign a young holding midfielder because Matic is so slow you yeah. on the ball. Like, he's, you know, he does his job, well, but he slows the game down. And yeah. I felt like Joe Allen would be a good option for him just for yeah. one season he can move the ball quite quick. He's decent enough on the ball. Yeah. Um, so I thought I'd slip that in before I slaughtered him for missing, you know, yeah. like a terrible chance, as you just said. No, but we, well, we just spoke to... about this, haven't we? I spoke about uh, teams don't need to bring players in. They just need to make a, make a statement by keeping players. And to keep someone like Joe on their side is, is a massive statement for the football club. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure when he when he smashes one in from uh, 25 yards to the yeah. week or next, next Saturday, we can... We can get the applause. Put him in the two he's, up. A, he's a he's an excellent footballer. So yeah, he he's really really good. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, that's what I was going to say. So when he missed this goal, it's uh, it's Joel Joe Allen from Swansea. Don't forget that. But when he uh, when he when he smashes one in from twenty five yards, it's Welshman Joe Allen. Welshman Joe Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. forget that. Yeah. And uh, so for your second one, second down. Um, the second down, I've, I've I've praised him during the show, uh, Andreas Wyman for his uh, deliberate handball for 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 the goal he scored because I just don't oh, think there's any I just don't think there's any room for something like that in the game and um, you know what I mean and and I, I run about diving, run about cheating, uh, run about uh, Sean Dyche has been going on about it especially uh, in the Premier League and I 
I just think, how do you, how do you reprimand people? I'll just stop it. You know what I mean? Because a yellow card for somebody scoring a, a deliberate handball, there's no need for him to do it. You're winning the game 2-0. You've got five or six minutes to go and he goes and does what he does. And I just think it was, it's just a ridiculous act of, of sportsmanship I've ever seen. And, you know what I mean? For uh, such a talented guy and such a talented footballer, we, we've given him so many plaudits on the show. Um, so, you know what I mean? I think, I think it's only right that I pick up on something that he, he didn't do so well. And, you know what I mean? He needs to cut things like that out because he's too good to be doing stuff like that because you know what I mean I, I, I couldn't ignore it when I seen it because you know what yeah. I mean he, he has such a good game and then potentially if the rules are different and you get a straight red card for doing it his whole game's ruined just for an act of stupidity well no it's a good one um, so luck well I'm really happy to say that we've got no goalkeepers in it for the first week um, I've gone for Jed Wallace just for, you know for that tackle I yeah, thought yeah. it was nasty I thought it was high yeah, agree was agree very very easily could have been a leg breaker yeah uh, certainly. So short and simple and yeah it's first week where we've got no keepers in the uh, downs which is good yeah which is pleasing yeah we were much better this week and uh, just to finish off we've got a barrage of questions this week so we go to the Q&A And uh, so first question from Pete Watson. He says, uh, Andy, not including Steve Todd, who was the worst manager you played under? <laughs> uh, this is a, this is a bit of a bit of a, a bit of a spoof one because obviously I've just I've just packed in play and Steve is my manager and he's a very good nice. friend of mine. Um, so he obviously wants me to slaughter him and, and slag him off, but. Um, <laughs> uh, worst manager, uh, you know, I've ne- I've made I've made no. Um, I've, ne- I've never hidden the fact that me and Dave Jones have never got on uh, in Cardiff uh, for, for various reasons. Uh, me and Steve McLaren at times at Middlesbrough didn't get on. So it's probably a little battle out of the, out of the two of them. But it's not, it was not a personal thing. It's just the it's just, it's same as in any industry. You don't get on with your manager. You don't see eye to eye. You, you, there's, there's, there's obviously never, never going to be chemistry there. And it's, I wouldn't say they were bad managers, obviously not. They've both been very successful in in the one's being England manager, one's being promoted and won trophies for Cardiff. So it's just it's just a, a thing personal to me. Yeah, so like almost like your worst experience. Yeah, than... I, you know, I've, I've got I've got you know I only worked under both of them for a, a couple of years. Well, Dave was Dave was one year. Uh, Steve was probably less than a year, so it wasn't you know what I mean. And it was not it's not sour grapes that Steve McLaren sold me to Cardiff, and then Dave Jones didn't want me to get it. It does sound like sour grapes, but it's not. It's just it, 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 they didn't like me. I didn't really get on with them, and it's just it's one of the things that I'm not yeah. I'm not I'm not better towards them, and I, and I hope that I hope they're not better towards me. Cool. And uh, next up was uh, Stokesley SCFC says uh, who's the best player in the championship in your opinion. Oh, this is a difficult one. This group. we spoke about Bradley Dax and, and teams and Lee Tomlins and people who create. You know what I mean? But there's, there's always we just spoke about there, uh, Joe Allen. Uh, I've spoke about the, the player I'm going to mention now. But for me, you make big statements by keeping big players. And for me, Mitrovic is the best player in the championship. Um, you know what I mean? He's an international class footballer. Um, he scored goals and goals and goals in Premier League. He scores at international level. You know what I mean? So for him to be in the championship is, is outstanding. And I'm such. It's such a. I'm so excited to see him play live when um, when I get the opportunity because 
these kind of players don't don't come in the championship week in week out and and in the, in the past team players like this would rather go and sit on the bench in the Premier League so um, for me it's uh, Alexander uh, Mitrovic good shout good shout um, okay <laughs> sorry I just read the next question uh, <laughs> Kellett uh, on Twitter Kellett underscore J asks why do you love Leeds so much why do I love Leeds so much? I think it's like a, I think it's a I think it's a hate hate relationship that um, uh, with being a, a Middlesbrough fan and a, and a, and then a Cardiff City player, you know what I mean. The, the hatred has probably grown with me. Uh, they hate me, you know what I mean. The, the, the so easily wound up. It's just it's so easy. It's it's scary. So you know what I mean. I don't think I I, I totally respect Leeds United. You know what I mean. They're a massive club. You know what I mean. Maybe maybe it's a little bit of a of jealousy, you know what I mean? They've been in the Champions League, they've had world-class footballers, they've, they've achieved quite a lot of things in their history, you know what I mean? So, uh, uh, it's all done in good humour, you know what I mean? It's, I don't, I, I would not say that I really hate them, you know what I mean? Part of me, yeah. part of me wishes that my football clubs were, uh, were run like Leeds United at the minute and they were playing expansive football and they had some of the players that they have and they sell out like Leeds United sell out week in, week out and they have the, the following that, that, that Leeds have but, you know what I mean? It's all done in jest most of the time, and and there's only only a few serious comments. But you know what I mean? We we speak about it all the time, and um, and you know what I mean? We we give we give credit where credit's due, like we did today about about Paddy um, Paddy Bamford and about Hernandez and about other other top performers uh, from the weekend. So uh, I think also credits credits due to us for uh, picking out the good things as well. Absolutely, no no bias here. Nope. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's the end of this. I hate the word, but it's uh, you know it's just a bit banter, isn't it? I yeah. hate that word though. So, yeah. um, so regular contributor Johnny Wishbone says, uh, "How would you rid us of diving?" Uh, he said he doesn't mean going down under contact. Uh, he means like looking for the contact or going down when there isn't any contact at all. And he said he's seen it a couple of times in the championship recently. Yeah, well, I, I, I think this, this was my point with Sean Dice. There, Sean Dice has said uh, that that he went to a manager's meeting and people people said that you get a yellow card. So, you know what I mean? You can you can die five times before you get punished, before you get before you get a ban. The only way for me that you in the championship it's, it's hard because the referee's making a split split decision. You know what I mean? If if it's if it's looked at the next day or through the week and you're found to be guilty of it, for me, you get a suspension the next game. You're not allowed to play the next game because the only way to do it is by punishing players and punishing clubs and punishing uh, punishing the act. You know what I mean? The act is is, yeah. is, 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 is a cheating act. You know what I mean? It's deliberate handball, trying to score a goal like Maradona, like Wyman did at the weekend, um, and diving to earn yourself and earn your team a penalty. You know what I mean? There's... It's 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 ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous that we, that that that, we, that it's happening and it's happening more often. But, but when people are getting away with it, we're going to keep on talking about it. I'm going to we're going to talk about it more and more. You know what I mean? I, I would it would be really interesting to start talking about um, uh, Vineman getting a three match ban for deliberate handball because I bet he doesn't do it again because he'll probably get fined yeah. two weeks' wages. He's but uh, Bristol, City might, Bristol City might lose three games while he's not there. I'm guessing his manager will be absolutely fuming with him that he's that he's cost his team. You know what I mean? And his cost. You know what I mean? These things have got to be put in place because you know what I mean. But like Sean Dyche said about deliberate uh, deliberate diving and, and you know what I mean that that you get a yellow card so you can dive five times before you get punished. It's, it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? I, I watched the Man United game yesterday and uh, uh, Daniel James Daniel got a yellow James. card. He got. 
for me, he didn't dive. You know what I mean? He's going at 300 mile an hour. You know what I mean? He got there might have been slight contact. It does look like he's gone down a little bit easy. But you see it on the videos again. He's you know he's cut across a player who's trying to get out of the way. He's he's not looking for the contact, but it, it does look sometimes that that he's that, that that he has dived, and it's such a it's such a grey area that how they're gonna how they're gonna guarantee that that's the case. You could send someone off in the game, and and then and then and then change your mind on, on the Sunday but then you've already punished the player and they've punished the club and, and, the, and the team's got beat so you, you've got to be very careful and very um, very mindful of, of, of punishments during the game I think it needs to be done after uh, and then punish the player with a, with a suspension so that's what I would do Yeah I kind of agree with that the, if you've got referees going looking for diving all the time when it's going to create you're going to get teams where people are going to get sent off for diving when they haven't dived because it looks yeah. like they have yeah. and it's going to cost people points whereas if you go yeah. into it afterwards you can look at it and it's the it's those ones where there's no contact at all they're mm. the ones which i want to get rid of myself because yeah. i feel like they're like this just cheating you know yeah. like if you're a striker in your box and you feel contact and you go down right i think yeah. that's fair enough even yeah. though i was always taught like obviously i never played to any sort of level that you like you have but i was always taught to stay on your feet if you score. Feet, yeah yeah if you could score just stay on your feet yeah. and score and then like yeah. don't you might miss a penalty or whatever but yeah. yeah um so last week uh robin davison sent some on facebook some questions but um i don't know if they were a bit late or i just missed them where i was preparing for the show uh so the first one he asked which was i think is like a little bit of a joke he says uh who who did he think was the better footballer, himself or his brother Neil? Well, Robin's my uh, Robin's a good friend of mine. I've, I grew up with his uh, with his with his brothers, my next door neighbour. Um, so uh, who's a better player, me or Matt? No brainer. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm miles better than my brother. You know what I mean? He'll probably mm-hmm. beat me up because he's uh, he's bigger and stronger than me. But uh, but I'm miles back, miles back. Excellent. And then he says, seriously, who's the best uh, best of all the footballers he's played with? Defenders, attackers, and midfield. Oh, to be fair, I've played I've played with some some world class footballers, but it has to be Janino the first time he came because he was a he was an absolute wizard when he when he came. You know what I mean? I was so in awe of the little fellow when he when he came and when I when I seen him training the first time, I thought, oh my god, imagine imagine playing with this with this little little genius. And then, luckily enough for me, that the, the following season I got my opportunity to uh, to make my debut alongside him, and it was just yeah, it's something that nobody can ever take away. And, you know what I mean? He, you know, what I mean, I know Robin watched the, the obviously the, the the middles beside when Janino played week in week out, and um and and, and will agree with me when I say he was yeah, that 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 brand of world class player is branded about quite quite easily now. But he was, and going back in the day, he was world class, world class quality, wasn't he? I remember him and Ra- him and Ravenelli playing for Middlesbrough was ah, oh, there was just unreal, unplay- unplayable, unplayable, and you know what I mean? It was just. It, how that football club got relegated and uh, didn't win a major trophy because just because of them two and, and, and you can go on about you're not given the divine right to win football matches but those two could win a game on their own it was just crazy absolutely crazy and mm-hmm. um, he also asks uh, who was the best manager you played for and who was the worst obviously you've done the worst already done the worst uh, well man- manager you know I mean the best I'll, I'll, I'll go to and I'll go Brian Robson gave him my debut um, at Middlesbrough so I, I owe him a lot I owe him a lot but uh Obviously, Lenny. Lenny. Lenny was like a father to me. Uh, you know, what I mean, when I knew him, 
uh, when I signed schoolboy at Middlesbrough. Not not a lot many people many people know that, but uh, when I was fourteen, Lenny signed me at Middlesbrough. Um, so I always kept a a good relationship with Lenny. I always kept in touch with him, and, and when he rang me to um, when he'd taken over at Cardiff once um, Corky had been sacked, uh, it was a no-brainer. I was always going to sign for Cardiff, regardless who who got in touch, and uh, and you know what I mean. He 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 brought the best out of me, um, and I was absolutely heartbroken when he uh, when he lost his job, and uh, obviously new manager came in, and you know what I mean. It obviously it, it, it left a little bit of a sour taste in my in my mouth because he was such a nice, genuine guy and such a football man. Loved the city, and you know what I mean. And and, and got us that holy grail of promotion where you know what I mean. Everyone goes on about my goal, but. If it wasn't for Lenny Lawrence, we wouldn't have been in. We wouldn't be where we are now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Lenny has a Lenny has a, a huge place at that football club, and and people should be proud that he was uh, he was he was a successful manager of what we what we put in place. Really, absolutely spot on. I couldn't have put that better myself. A big fan of Lenny Lawrence, me. Um, so I had a question for you regarding Bury, but I think I'm going to save that one till next week because right. you've been going quite long, and it's like kind of a long one to discuss, which I wanted yeah, to get no your take on it and discuss yeah, no what wish. what we think we could do. Um, and we did just get one last question right before um, I sort of went to talk my boy to football. Uh, Craig Honeyman asked on Twitter, I think it was, he said, ask him if he remembers me calling him Forrest Gump uh, live on the radio when Borough played Arsenal in the FA Cup. Um, yeah, I, I know Craig very well. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot... Obviously, yeah, I I love running. Well, I love running really, really fast, and I think uh, you know what I mean. I think I think I was even quicker at Middlesbrough. Which obviously, I, I think I got slower every 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 season, but obviously not too slow. So, you know what I mean. I think uh, people were extremely uh, impressed by how quick I was, and you know what I mean. I know I know the supporters backed me because they know that I'd, I'd, I'd run through a big wall for that football club, and uh, and I ran through it pretty quickly as well. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, thank you to everyone who sent uh, questions in. We had a nice, uh, nice array of different ones. You can send them in. As always, I'll put the tweet out and the message on Facebook probably over the weekend. Um, and then I'll just collect them all in. It's facebook.com slash acecastnation or Twitter. What is this? Acecast underscore nation. Uh, use the hashtag acenationarmy because it's a little bit easier for me to delve through them and find them. And uh, you can follow Andy on Twitter at AndyCampbell32. Uh, like I say, you can follow the show at Twitter, Facebook. You can also see all our shows in video format at youtube.com slash acepodcastnation, audio downloads at the usual podcasting platforms and apps. Uh, anything to add, mate? No, all sorted, mate. All good. A bit of a slightly longer show today, but that's because yeah. we've uh, had all those questions. Thanks, uh, thanks, thanks for joining me, mate. I enjoyed it My again. Pleasure. It's been good stuff. And uh, we will uh, see you guys next week for another episode of the Andy Campbell Championship Show, only on Ace Podcast Nation. Cheers, guys. Must start.
Social Podcast Network.